0: This episode of the Adoption Connection podcast is sponsored by our new free three-day live compassion challenge. This is for the discouraged
1: adoptive mom. In three days, understand why your child pushes you away, why you are not a bad mom because you're losing your patience, and shed the feelings of shame and guilt. There's hope and you can regain that compassion again. So we start
0: live on Tuesday, August 13th at 1 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right in our Adoption Connection Facebook group. Um, but to make sure you grab your spot and get all the details, you can head to theadoptionconnection.com compassion to sign up.
1: Welcome to the Adoption Connection podcast, where we share resources by and for adoptive and foster moms. I'm Lisa Qualls.
0: And this is Melissa Corkum. Don't worry, we get it and we're here for you.
1: Good morning, Lisa. Welcome
0: to episode 49 of the Adoption Connection podcast.
1: Good morning, Melissa. It's really good to talk to you today. Yeah, welcome back from vacation. Thank you. It was wonderful. We were at our very favorite place in the world, Whidbey Island. Oh,
0: I love it. I want to go there one day.
1: You should. We should have a retreat there.
0: Oh, I like how you're thinking. Well, this week we caught up again with our good friend Mike Berry of Honestly, Adoption, and Mike and Kristen release a new book today, and we're here to chat with him about it because we think it's going to be so useful. Uh, It's kind of like one of those things that we wish we had all had at the very beginning. It's called Honestly, Adoption, Answers to 101 questions about adoption and foster care. And from what I understand, a lot of this book has been crowdsourced, at least the questions. So these are for real life questions that people want to know the answers to.
1: Right. And they've really asked uh, great people for these answers. You know, Mike and Kristen Berry are the parents of eight adopted children, and they've cared for another 23 as foster parents. Mike is the author of Confessions of an Adoptive Parent and Winning the Heart of Your Child. Kristen is the author of Born Broken, An Adoptive Journey. And together, they host the popular Honestly Adoption podcast with over 60,000 subscribers. They have a real passion to encourage moms and dads along the unique journey of foster and adoptive parenting. This book they wrote together, and I had a lot of fun asking Mike about that process of writing a book with his wife, and um, originally we planned for Kristen to be on the interview too, but she happened to be driving home with her kids from being out of state and just couldn't make it in time, so it was just Mike and I talking, but it was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I love that part of the interview because I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this out loud yet, but I'll tell you, friends, because you're our inner circle. <laughs> But Patrick and I are working on a new book, um, and it's a marriage handbook for adoptive families. So that's been a fun process because we are both different; we have very different work styles, like Mike and Kristen do as well. But we're excited to start bringing you um, news about that in the near future.
1: It is exciting. We're we're really getting a lot done because my book is uh, in the copy editing phase and. It's coming out next summer, so yeah, we're really eager to get good resources into your hands.
0: So let's hear your interview with
1: Mike. Welcome to the Adoption Connection Podcast, Mike.
2: Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here with you.
1: Well, I'm excited to have you here because you have big and exciting news today. You are launching your brand new book, Honestly, Adoption Answers to 101 Questions About Adoption and Foster Care that you wrote with your wife, Kristen.
2: That's true. Yeah, it's today, August 6th, and we're excited. This has been a long time coming, and uh, it's been a labor of love, and uh, it's finally out to the world, available.
1: I love that. Shipping now. Yay, yay. (laughs) We hope so, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah. So, what led you to write this book, this particular book?
2: Well, realistically, an almost 18-year adoption journey, uh, which was also foster care, nine years um, as foster parents, really led us to this. We actually released a a self-published book back in 2014 or 15, I think it was, called uh, The Adoptive Parent Toolbox, which was basically answers to really big questions. And we wrote that book because we needed a book like that when we first began Uh, the adoption journey in 2002. We had a lot of questions, not very many answers. In fact, at times, no answers at all. Um, As I say often, uh, it was like we were knocking on a door repeatedly and nobody was answering, you know, just over and over and over again. And I remember when we wrote um, the adoptive parent toolbox, you know, it was, we were just starting out as bloggers, full-time authors, public speakers, whatnot. And I remember looking at this book and thinking there's going to be a a better version of this or a, or a bigger version of this. I don't want to say better. I, I'm, pr- I'm proud of that work, but I remember just thinking someday we need, I want to add to this because I really, we really believe our passion, our heart is to, to be a resource. We're a company that provides uh, resources, training, and support to foster and adoptive parents. Throughout all the other books we've written, podcasting, blogging, it was always kind of in the background that we want to create something that can just be handed to parents. Like it's a book that they can just pick up and it answers just about everything, right? Uh, as many questions as we can. So that was really the the beginning uh, stages of, of Honestly Adoption. Um, from there, um, of course, we launched the Honestly Adoption podcast. It has been around since October 2015, but really that was the title that just made sense for the book. Of course, you said it already, the tagline answers to 101 questions. Uh, adoption on adoption foster care I can't even get the title right right now for some reason but <laughs> I've got it that's it now that, it was close enough right well and so, you wrote yeah. it
1: so we're pretty sure you know the title it's just there are so many I, I words do. in your head right
2: there are very there, <laughs> there's a lot there's easily 60,000 words in at any given moment so,
1: <laughs> right, so right. yeah
2: so I got it close enough so
1: <laughs> so tell me um okay first of all tell me is this book intended for parents before they adopt when, or when their kids are newly home or when they're in the thick of the hard stuff, what, what is, who are you hoping will pick up this book?
2: You know, uh, that's a really good question. Typically with, you know, uh, courses we create uh, products we create within our company, we we try to be like very singularly focused. Like this is the target audience and that's it with this. There are three target audiences, which you just said, it is the person in the pre-adoptive pre-foster care phase the person who is like what I would say the infinity, infancy post uh, adoption phase, like they've just began or begun. Right. And they're, they, they may be, you know, they, they just took an, took in a placement. They just brought uh, a baby home from the hospital uh, and they're suddenly realizing, Oh my gosh, I just, I need to be equipped so I can be the best parent possible. So it's for that person, but then it's also for the person who's been on this journey for a while and suddenly realizes, I've just got a lot of questions. I'm seeing some behaviors that don't make sense to me. Or, you know, I, I want to understand where my child has come from, you know, and what their, what, how their trauma history affects their present behavior. So it's really those three audiences. Um, but here's what's unique. Um, and this is, this is something that we are, have become very passionate about. You know, we are primarily, our, our target audience are primarily foster and adoptive parents. Well, we recognize um, that there is a a triad when it comes to adoption and foster care, and that's not just the parents; it's the foster adoptive parents, but it's also adoptees, children in foster care, and it's also birth parents and birth family. And I know you guys are really passionate. This that's your whole. You guys represent in your company the entire triad, and we recognize that there's a great value for that. So one of the values in this book is that the, the the last part of the book are all answers. All the questions are answered by adoptees. Because it's not it's not so that it's it's not necessarily written for adoptees, but what we want is we want adoptive and foster parents to understand to gain perspective from adoptees, um, not just from fellow foster adoptive parents, but from adoptees who say this is this is how this is what I think about adoption. This is how I feel about my adoption. This is how I feel about being in a relationship with my birth mom, you know, things like that. So we we get the heartbeat of the adoptee. I just think that equips us to be the best parents possible. And our goal is never to fix our kids or, or try to, we don't think they're broke we don't think there's anything wrong with them. But our goal is to be the best parents possible. And that's really the heartbeat behind this book.
1: Well, and I think having the adoptee voice answering some of these questions fits Perfectly with the title. This this is honest talk yeah. about adoption and foster care. This mm-hmm. is not theoretical. Um, this is not a book by professionals who have never adopted or done foster care. And you know, I thank God for the professionals who understand the science and can teach us so much. But there's something very, very different when you have lived this out as yeah. an adoptive or foster parent, as an adoptee. There's so much value in that information. And I, I do think it's what adoptive and foster parents want. I mean, some of our most popular podcast episodes have been people, you know, telling their authentic story, like even Melissa telling her story of being an adoptee, because we want to hear the truth. We want the honest answers and, and that's super important. So I love that that's in your book. I actually didn't know that. So that's really Really, really
2: good. Yeah, yeah, it 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 is, and and it's. I, I really, I'm so grateful. As I read as I read through our first uh, proof copy that we received a couple of weeks ago, I I realized how valuable this is, and how valuable this is going to be. Again, like I already said, it's it's because I we our heart is to is to help foster and adoptive parents become the best parents possible. Yes. So that they know how to respond to their children. They know. How to best care for them, and I think that you have you cannot do that unless you're listening to, you're listening to the the, the greatest source that we have, and that is our children themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you said you mentioned being honest. I, I really, um, that's a great value for us. You know, our, our, in fact, we're our company name is is changing to the Honestly Adoption Company because our goal is not to say is not to you know, tell all these deep, dark, you know, terrible things. That's, we don't do that anyways. Right. Um, But our goal is to say, you know what, this is, this, this is messy. This is hard. This is hopeful. Mm -hmm. Um, And let's just be honest with one another. Let's, let's just say, Hey, this has been hard, but it's not hard without hope. It's right. hard with hope. And um, we're going to talk about that. We're going to have an honest conversation about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I really think that's also a driving value behind everything we do. But in particular, this book is filled with, and I know listeners right now can't see it, but I'm looking through our, our list of chapters and reminding myself of where some of these chapters came from. Mm-hmm. And it's just honest talk. It's like, hey, you know what? This is, we're going to tell you a story, um, but we're not going to leave you without hope.
1: Oh that's so good. You know, I just am starting I have a brand new membership community which is really exciting and we're just doing a small start right now but it's called the Hope Circle for adoptive and foster moms and the tagline is where we recognize the hard and celebrate the beauty of adoption because yeah. the truth is there are there's lots of hard but there's beauty too especially for those of us of faith who believe that God mm-hmm. is in all of this, every detail, even in the hard. So I'm really clinging to that a lot. You know, yeah. let's be honest, let's recognize the hard, but let's not forget the beauty. Let's not forget the redemptive aspect. Right. So it's so good. I'm so excited about that. These questions, how did you come up with this?
2: Yeah, that's a really good question. So one of the things that we are are really big on within our company is asking our audience what they want. All, our, our book ideas, our product ideas, at least... Now, as we speak now and moving forward, have really come. I would say almost like ninety-five percent of the time, they're going to come from a majority in our audience. These questions, what we did back in, gosh, I want to say like a year, a little over a year ago, year and a half ago, is we we actually created a a Facebook. I don't know if it was a Facebook poll or was a Google Doc or Survey Monkey, something like that. That just basically said, "Help us write our next book," because and it goes back to what we've already talked about. And that is, we, you know, we want to create a resource that answers as many questions as possible. Maybe it's not going to answer all of them because there's always going to be that wild card or that curveball that you're like, wow, I've never heard that before. You know, I still, gosh, I've been doing this for almost two decades now and I still hear things when I travel or when I read books that I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that was a thing, right? Um, But I, I would say 95 to 98% of the 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 topics we cover the questions we cover uh are from people who submitted that we went through our team went through probably 500 responses wow. 600 responses and uh just weeded through like okay this one these overlap our our poor assistant was like man she probably she probably logged like a like 1000 hours of overtime just you know, just going through and saying this is this is a this is this is very close to this one, so let's like yes. bundle all five of these as one. But you have like five or six hundred responses, you know, which is is a lot, right? Which is so,
1: fantastic. I mean, to get that kind of yeah. response is fantastic. I mean, it just demonstrates yeah. the need and the interest. But yeah, still, yeah, It's a lot of information.
2: Totally, and I think here's what I love. I what I'm very what I I keep saying very passionate about. I am very excited about this. You know, as you know, we just released a, a big course, online course called Trauma Knowledge Masterclass, which is all about helping parents understand trauma and attachment in a very simple fashion. Then also how that, how that trauma and disrupted attachment affects behaviors, how to manage those behaviors yes. and then how to advocate for your child, right? And so we, we wove a lot of that into this book based on what people told us. So like, as I'm flipping through our chapters, uh, you know, we have a whole section on attachment parenting, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, talking about why traditional parenting methods don't work with children who have a trauma history or here's, an, here's another one that, that I really love. How can we find the right therapist for our family? My goodness, you guys probably get that. We get asked that all the time, Yes, you know, because people are like, I don't, this, this therapist is great. We love her. We love him. But I just don't think he or she gets our family. Right. So uh, and then we talk about uh, empowering our children, um, you know, helping, you know, as we like to say it, when we approach our children, we we want to empower them, you know, because you cannot you cannot guide them or or you know, correct any behaviors that need to be corrected or redirect them until you've empowered. Right. So we talk a lot about that. Then we have like the biggest section in the book is all about trauma. It's all about understanding past trauma. I mean, I'm, I'm looking through this and there's, there's easily 20, there's 30 chapters. There's 30 questions dedicated to, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost 30 questions dedicated to um, trauma uh, and understanding trauma because, you know, with trauma knowledge masterclass with this book and really a lot of what we're creating It's, we want to, we want to equip parents because we have our parenting and I know for you guys as well, our parenting and our family was transformed when we finally discovered how to form healthy attachments with our children, Right? how to make sense, you know, making sense of behaviors because of trauma history. And when you understand that the behavior is not just this, this child doesn't want to be a bad kid and just do bad stuff, right? Their behavior is how they're voicing their unmet need, right? Mm-hmm. And their behavior is a window into the past. It's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's an indication of a trauma history. And my goodness, when you understand that, wow, it, it, yeah. you can respond differently. And you not only respond differently, but you formulate this deep compassion for your child. Yes. I look at my child and I'm like, that kid may be cussing me out right now but he doesn't want to live in that place right he's he's as we say in the basement right he's in a basement brain state of being and we we want to move him out of that that gives me compassion when i look at my child and i think he is he doesn't want to be in this place right but he's 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 in survival mode man right. it 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 has changed everything about our parenting and and really you know that's why we dedicate a lot to trauma understanding to empowerment to attachment understanding attachment issues and also adoption relationships let me put that in there too because we we're really really big on having formulating healthy relationships with yeah that's close to your heart as you know as as a as a birth mom so you know that that is big for us and and we we believe in Romans 12:18 where paul says as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone so I, I don't, I have people ask me all the time and I'll just be honest here. I have parents reach out to us all the time and they say, well, I'm just afraid of, of getting into a relationship or I'm afraid with, in connecting with this person, you know, who this uh, birth mom or birth dad. And my, my, almost my immediate response to that is why tell me why you're afraid. What are you afraid of? Right. Yeah, you know, right. And, and it's, it's like, listen, I get that there are situations out there that are That could be volatile. I mean, that's with anything, right? That's with any relationship. And I know, obviously, there are birth parents who have made choices that are unhealthy or unsafe. But I don't think I I don't I don't want to jump to that conclusion. I don't. I think we we've for for too long it's been like this blanket state, this blanket belief over birth families that they're that they're bad people, and they're not. They're not. And and when you when you go into this with that idea, you miss out on so much beauty and so much powerful connection that's also good for your child. Uh, and good for you. Like we have these amazing relationships with birth families. We don't even consider, it's like they've become so much a part of our family and we've become so much a part of theirs that we, we don't even, it, it, yes, they're still recognized as giving our children life. Absolutely. But there's so much, we're so much family now that we couldn't imagine not being in one another's lives. You know, yeah. so we talk a lot about that too.
1: I I would say that's one of the biggest surprises I had when I became a foster mom. Was I did not yet, even though I was a birth mom, I didn't understand how the true vision for foster care is fostering the entire family, loving the entire family, helping them, wanting the best for them. And of course, I was fostering a teen and that is different from fostering a little baby who, um, if they're reunified, can't just pick up their cell phone and call you. I get that. Um, But I learned a lot through the experience of fostering. And you know, we hosted our foster daughter's graduation party. And she's not living with us anymore. Awesome. So she turned 18, she moved out, but we hosted her party and her family came and hung out in our house and ate and celebrated. And it's awesome. You know, I would never three years ago when she came to our family, I had no idea that would ever yeah. happen. In fact, yeah. I was thinking we would be kind of anonymous. I was, I was I really didn't know. <laughs> so I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah, but I love what you're saying. Okay, let me ask you something about the structure of the book. Mm-hmm. Yep. is there a table of contents where people can leaf through and look for the question that they want and turn to that page?
2: Yes, there is, uh, and and that will also be within the uh, the ebook. Of course, the ebook um, gives you that, those capabilities, and then the audio book uh, will have the different questions as different whatever they call Little it. Like chapters? Chi- chi- yeah. Chapters in the book. I don't know what they call that officially in, in an audio book, but you, know, you can great. skip to it almost like a, a track, you know, like yeah. on, on a CD. So yeah. Um, so everything, all the questions are listed and they're the, the, the title in the table of contents is the question.
1: Okay. Good. So
2: each, each, so there are 101, uh, chapter in this and it's all, these are, those are all the questions that we, that we pose or we answer in the book. So yeah, very easy. And we did that intentionally because we recognize that there are some people who like for us, um, we, if we were to pick up a book like this, it's not that we don't need to learn how to foster healthy relationships with birth families, but we already are. Mm -hmm, What mm -hmm. we need to know is we may need to know, you know what? Um, my child um, for the first ten years of their life was compliant and seemed quote unquote normal right and all of a sudden, as they move into the teenage years, suddenly they 're pushing us away they're they 're combative it it doesn 't make sense i mean there 's normal teenage stuff, but this is this is on a different level so what do I do with that okay well that 's going to get into understanding trauma history and how to uh, how to formulate uh, this connection with your child so then you jump to like section three right so yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's, so it's very much laid out like that. Absolutely.
1: You know what I love about that is I remember when we were about a year in bringing our kids home from Ethiopia and we were deep in the thick of it with a very, very traumatized little girl and um, who was very aggressive, very, very dysregulated. And the problem with trying to find the, the help you need at that point is It's so hard to stay regulated enough to think clearly. I remember going out to my bookcase, pulling books off and leafing through and looking in the back, looking for words about rage and violence and not finding anything because I truly could not think clearly enough to do the research at that point. So I see a parent thinking, oh, my goodness, something's going on. I don't know the answer. And being able to pick up your book and all they have to do is scan the questions and turn right yep. to that. So I think that's brilliant. I really, really like the way that you yeah that out. I think it'll be super helpful to parents who are under stress.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think also um, the the different parts of the book um, will help them too. It's almost like a a master catalog, you know, a master can catalog you tell title. Us the,
1: can you yeah. tell us what the t- parts are?
2: Sure, yeah. So part one is adoption conversations, and that has to do um, with questions like, should I adopt? Should I foster? Uh, how should I prepare to be a foster home? I'm not, here's a big one. I'm not called to foster or adopt. What can I do? So this even crosses (laughs) over to people who have a big heart. Um, but they just don't, they don't feel like they, they should be hands-on, right? Part two is adoption relationships. So a lot of what we've already talked about, like this is this is a big one. How do I prepare the children who, who already are a permanent part of our home? to be a foster family or to take in another placement um, or whatnot. We talk about, you know, birth parent, birth family relationships. We, we even get into kind of the nitty gritty, like how can I support my child when their birth parents rights have been terminated? You know, like in a foster care situation, that's messy. Mm-hmm. That's messy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, part three is attachment parenting. Part four, empowering our children. Part five is trauma. Part six is safety plans. Nice. You know, you're, you're, you're home, you're, you're parenting children with a trauma history. So you're going to need a safety plan. How do you set that up? What does that look like? Part seven, self care. Because let's be honest, uh, we can be on the struggle <laughs> bus often. Yep. Sometimes some of us are driving the struggle bus, right? <laughs> and it looks like we're getting close to the cliff's edge. So what do we do? How do we take care of ourselves? And then the final part, part eight, is adoptee perspectives.
1: Nice. So, yeah. so, so e- good.
2: Easily scannable. Easily yes. scannable.
1: Anything else in particular you want to tell us about the book?
2: So I will say this, that uh, we do, uh, one of the things we love to do is we, we love to not only provide the book, but provide a lot of other resources along with the book. So if you jump over to honestlyadoptionbook.com, you can order the book. It's, it's out now. It's in bookstores, whatnot, but uh, you can also um, redeem, uh, upload your receipt to the site and get access to a special bonus suite that has video resources, downloads, all that good stuff. Um, all to help you, as we've said already, become the best parent possible. So that's where, that's, that's uh, something special that listeners can can do. So.
1: Oh, that's great. So all they have to do is take a picture with their phone. Yep. And there's an easy way to get that to you. And then you'll, they can access these special resources. So that's... Yeah, really yeah. And that yeah. won't be available forever for purchase. I mean, like five years from now, people who buy the book will not be able to get all of that. Will they?
2: Uh, they may be able to get, you know, we, we continue to ins- to incentivize or we continue to offer um, lots of, of extra resources. Um, typically what we do is when, when we're in the pre-sale, which we've already completed the pre-launch of the book, we have the most bonuses you can get, but then we continue to offer, you know, a, a free video series downloads, you know? So yeah, I don't know what five years from now will look like, but uh, maybe we'll have like an, an updated version of this book.
1: You may, you <laughs> may. Right we
2: may. Yeah. There you go. So. It, it'll
1: be, it'll be such a big seller that you'll be in volume yeah. two. Oh, <laughs> you'll wow. be in that, that uh, would be fun. 202 questions, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you yeah. just double it, right?
1: So yeah. one neat thing about this book that I want to mention is you have a co-author on this book. Your wife, Kristen, wrote this yeah. with you. You guys are a great, great team and I just enjoy Kristen so much and. We were hoping she was going to join us today, yeah. but she is traveling with some of your kids. Is that right?
2: Yes, she's coming back from Ohio uh, with um, my, one of my sons right now. and so, as we know, those of us in the podcasting world know that you know you can't capture great audio when you're talking on a phone, driving 70 miles an hour down an expressway. So. <laughs> you <laughs> so, might but get you've had some her on. Yeah
1: you don't want. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, on, so. and I will be sure so. to put in the show notes what um, episode number she was on because it was a yeah. great interview. So in the yeah. show notes, by the way, in the show notes, I'll include all the links for them to contact you, buy your book, back sure. episodes of Kristen's podcast and stuff. But tell me a little bit about what's it like to write a book with your wife?
2: Yeah, that's uh, well, we we're, we're co-workers um, because we co-own uh, the Honestly Adoption Company. Um, and it's interesting because we both have different work styles and I'll just give, uh, listeners a little, a little, a little glimpse into our working because we get this question a lot. Like, how do you guys work together? Right. I am a, I am a processor. I'm, I'm what you would call a quiet processor. So I am the take my laptop into a dark corner, put headphones on, listen to really introspective music. And that's how I bust out content. Right. Mm -hmm. Whereas Kristen is a a verbal processor, right <laughs> so she she wants to talk through everything right, which is very, very good, right so we've really had to that's that's a dance that we 've had to figure out you know we've had to learn how to honor one another and we're still learning that right um, we're we're learning that i 'm learning that she likes to talk through um, presentation notes, manuscripts, blog posts, podcast notes, all of that right, whereas she's learning that. Like for me, I have to have that quiet away time to create. Um, that's how I prepare. So with this book, it was it was really interesting. She actually is the majority author in this book. Like she's wrote, written the most content in here. And that was just, that was how we planned that out. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. We we learned a lot through this process and it was good for us to go through this process because there were some grueling days. There were some hard days in in creating this where we had to talk through things because we saw things differently or yeah. or I had an opinion on one thing and she had a different opinion. And you just have to figure that out. And sometimes, and I will say this, uh, sometimes you just, you have to walk away saying, okay, I, you and I see this differently, but we still love each other and we're still connecting one another. Now that's, in, the way I said that was intentional because the old adage is agree to disagree. And I don't like that because I think that's still negative. Okay, right? say it I don't, again. Then. Say it again. So you and I see this differently but we still love each other and we're still connected. So in other words, if you and I have a difference of opinion on something, it's not a matter of agreeing to disagree. I'm not going to agree to disagree with you because you and I can still look at each other and say, well, I don't agree with you. So we're just going to have to agree to disagree, right? That's still negative. So the, the healthy approach, and I learned this from Brene Brown, "Braving the Wilderness, the healthy approach is to say, you know what? You and I see this differently, but it doesn't change our love for one another it doesn't change our connection to one another. So uh, that's a really important value we, we took away from writing this book, which is good because in 2020, we have another co-authored book coming out. Oh the boy. So there's no rest okay. for the weary. We just jumped right into another title together. And so this was a really good process to go through, especially the, the format of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, to prepare us for what was next. And and so I'm very pleased with it. I, I am super proud of this work. I'm I'm sitting here, listeners can't see this, but I'm looking at the cover right now, proud of it, excited that it's out in the hands of parents now, so.
1: Well, I'm excited for you and Kristen and really grateful for the work you're doing for the adoption and fostering community and for the children. You know, that's what this yeah. is really about. We yeah. We all are working hard to help parents be the best that they can be, so that they can love and care for their children in the best way possible. So, and I know that's my personal goal every day is to get up every day and love my kids well and parent them well. And some days I do better than others, but uh, that is my, my goal. (laughs) So, well, thank you for being on the Connection podcast. I can't wait to get this book in my hands. I don't have one yet, but I will. And I just am excited to see what a great success it's going to be.
2: All that good stuff. Yeah. Thank you so much uh, for having me. And and again, likewise, I, I really appreciate the work that, that you guys are doing as well.
1: We're having a great time doing it. So thank you. That was a great interview and so much fun to do. Did you enjoy it, Melissa? I did. I did. I am really excited for the book. I love how easy it is to
0: navigate. I just feel like it should be a reference book that everyone should have if you know someone who's getting ready to
1: adopt. I mean, this would be a fantastic adoption shower gift. Yeah, I think it's going to be a great resource. One of the things I really loved about the book that I know you appreciate too, Melissa, is that that they actually interviewed adoptees for answers to some of the questions, that they intentionally included the adoptee voice. And that's something that we value really highly here at The Adoption Connection, is the voices of every member of the triad. And that's a little bit unique to us because together, the two of us make up all three parts of the adoption triad. So we we value that very, very highly. Well, I was just thinking that I love resources
0: by people who have been there in all walks. So I love parenting resources from parents who have walked in similar shoes to mine. I love when people chat with adoptees instead of just talking about them. I love hearing first mom and birth mom perspectives, you know, rather than just projecting onto them. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing that we value a lot here at the Adoption Connection is, you know, putting you guys in touch with and, you know, letting you in on conversations with people who have really been there. You know, when we pick guests and talk about things, we do are very, very best to pick experts who also are adoptive or foster parents. Because we think that in our journey, that has been the most valuable encouragement
1: and advice. It's so important. I think we offer each other a lot of compassion because we are walking the same road. And so I I just appreciate that they added that. I appreciate this that this book is written by adoptive and foster parents with Mike and Kristen. And I just think it's got a lot to offer to all of us. Everything that we talked about here in the show is
0: at the show notes. As always, we'll have links to not only the book, but also other past episodes that are relevant. So Mike and Kristen have each both been on the podcast before. Mike was episode 22 and Kristen was episode 38 and then if you're interested in hearing our two adoptee interviews so far, those were my story, episode 24, and Jerry Lee's story just a couple weeks ago in episode 47. But no worries, we'll have it all linked at the show notes, which is just at the slash 49. and was created by Lee Rosevier